Hey loves, welcome to the Brown Love Podcast. Hey babe. Hi, how you doing? Uh, not so bueno. How are you? I'm alright. I'm alright. Honestly, how are you? Like, are you, I feel like you're kind of good. No, 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 no. I'm, it's like, how do I say, it's like I'm alright, like I said. It ain't, like, I'm not, like, mad happy, you know? Yeah. I'm stressed. Yeah. But I'm alright. But I'm stressed. Stressed. On a level of 1 to 10, 10 being stressed AF, uh, 1 being not stressed. I get it, babe. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a 7. You're a 7. I'm at a 7. Do you think that within your life, where are you normally at? I'd be like at a 3 or 4. Normally, you're yeah. like a three or four, and now you're a seven. Mm-hmm. Got it. How do you feel about that? No, boy, no. But it's like it's. I I feel like I've accepted that right now for the moment. This just is what it is, and it has, everything is supposed to just be happening. Yeah, I'm doing a lot, <laughs> but I feel like for me. And I think it's everybody, everyone that's listening. Um, I think we all feel the same way. We all, like, I feel like everybody in this world right now is stressed. And it's so crazy. Everyone feels this way. And that's why I wanted to make this episode because there is nothing else that I can think of. I have so many topics that I want to talk about on the podcast, but the only thing that I can think of is all of the stress that we have going on. It's like I can't even focus on the topics that I want to work on because this is just clouded my mind. And so I started to think about that. And then I was like, well, you know, really everyone is feeling the same way. Because everyone has so much going on mm-hmm. with them right now. And so, yeah, I mean, for me, you What's know, at the beginning of right the now? year, uh-huh. I feel like it starts at the beginning of the year because, um, you know, well, ever since September of 2019, <laughs> you know, I have had the yeah, biggest thing Uh in my life happened Mm -hmm. having a baby yeah for sure and that is stressful (laughs) right Mm -hmm. and so starting you know january of this year she was what three months old Mm -hmm. and so the beginning of this year i was stressed having a three-month-old that would not sleep oh would not it's like I mean every newborn is like that right sometimes people luck out and get (laughs) a newborn that sleeps through the night like my sister lady (laughs) so jealous (laughs) um yeah but then most I would say most people don't because in Mm. my mommy group we always complaining about the same thing you know Mm -hmm. And then there was a good amount of people who maybe slept through the night. But, you know, for me, us, 
she didn't sleep through the night and she was up every three hours Mm -hmm. for the most part like from after I would say after a week of being born then it just started and it was just like (laughs) no sleep all day all night for how long would you say (sighs) this must have been like 11 months I swear maybe the whole year honestly the whole year because I we would get I would get maybe a couple of days Mm -hmm. and then you know so starting this year out I had a newborn baby the most amazing exciting thing in your life and also the most exhausting (laughs) and I say that because it's just the truth you know Mm -hmm. it's not like we can sugarcoat it all we want just because we're so excited to have this blessing and you know so just thankful but you can't take away the fact that it is exhausting and it is scary. It's mm. so scary having a newborn. Mm. It's so scary having a baby, a child. Like mm-hmm. every stage is scary. <laughs> yeah. And so. In this crazy world. Yeah. I would say though, like the first couple of weeks, it was it was great. It was exhausting and tiring, but it was great. Right? First couple of weeks. I would say for mm-hmm. me, and you can tell me how you feel. But for me, the first couple of weeks were were great because it was still new, mm-hmm. and so the euphoria of that mm-hmm. hadn't worn off yet. Mm-hmm. And so it was new, and we were we were a team. Mm-hmm. Like it was a crazy psycho team, like a psychotic team because we had no sleep. Mm-hmm. but we were a team and we were just like back and forth back and forth and that was great so yeah because it didn't wear off yet the euphoria mm-hmm. of having a new baby mm-hmm. how was you feeling once she could not sleep through the night mm-hmm. I was like if I'm because she used the words that well, come to me wait she never slept through the night uh-huh. but that first no she did I feel like she we, she slept. Well, she slept through the day. No, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. we did have like those five hours. We would get five hours. It was never more than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she was sleeping. Mm-hmm. One, she was not, and she was on the street out every up every three hours. Mm-hmm. I was done. I was like, what the fudge? <laughs> nah, man. Hell nah, man. Yeah. That was no joke. I mean, we did not, like, I felt like I did not know what day it was, what was going on. I was, like, frantic all over the place, like, just not sleeping after going through labor. Mm -hmm. Like, you cannot ask for, like, anything crazier. (laughs) I don't know how parents do it. Like, we do it, right? But how do we do it? Because it's wild. It's wild. So during that time, you were what? Just exhausted and that's it? Yes. I was exhausted because Amara would not stop. She wouldn't stop crying. No. Oh my goodness. Then, so that's so interesting hearing from your perspective on that because, like I said, for me, it was like exhausting Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong and i just wanted to like feel normal again but you was happy Mm -hmm. during that i had nine months of not feeling normal yeah 
have the baby, didn't realize, like, you knew you, you weren't going to feel back to normal, but it was like still not normal. And now I have this baby that mm-hmm. won't stop crying, that won't sleep, not normal. And so, but yeah, I was excited though, just because it's like my baby, she's mm-hmm. so amazing, so beautiful, so cute, like all of that stuff. But you were feeling opposite, which I guess kind of tweaked how you reacted moving forward. Mm-hmm. You say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so for me, it was like, that was great. But then you just stopped helping me. <laughs> Overnights was like not not a thing, and I remember the day that that happened because it was like I, it was like me. It was on me because it was like I I remember you every time you got up mm-hmm. right in the overnight ones. I would she was she would be screaming and hollering, you know, and you just trying. She got up, you just trying to feed her, change her, and all of that, and she would just be screaming and hollering. Mm-hmm. And so I would get up and come and bother you. <laughs> and I remember everybody telling me, let him do him, like, let him be the dad and like, don't interfere. But that's the hardest thing in the world to do for a mom. And I didn't do that. And I so mm-hmm. I remember, you know, I, it was this one day I got up and you were like, I think you were just really annoyed. Like I'm, it's like I'm hovering over you. Is that how you felt? Yeah. Yes. Looking at me. <laughs> so you felt like that, and so we got in the tiff because you were like, "You want to just do it," and I was just like, "Yeah, I'll do it." But you didn't mean that. <laughs> well. No, I didn't. And I didn't mean that. Mm-hmm. But also, it wasn't just for me to do all day and all night either. Like, I wasn't saying I would do everything no, when it came you. to that stuff, you know. And and also, I went back to work, though. Not yet. You hadn't yet. Mm-hmm. So we just got into that argument, and that's what changed things. Yeah. Because I told you that. You don't remember this? Not the argument. I do remember that. You don't remember when you stopped helping? But I wouldn't say I stopped helping. I mean, I guess. But I have learned so much during that time. But that is a whole nother episode. We really need to just have that as an episode. Because I hear so much in my mommy group about dads not helping. And these are like freaking great husbands you know like great people not Mm -hmm. these are not deadbeats that go and like leave their kids or that you know just regular dads and they are all doing this so clearly something is going on you know what i mean and i've learned so much i've learned what the things that i did that Mm -hmm. helped it along i learned how i could have supported you in but in a better way and i've learned you know, yeah, like there was so much that we needed to communicate on that we didn't. I agree, because I also, I I still to this day regret that. Like, I really feel horrible about those months. I feel like that also kind of prolonged me and Amara's bond that we have now. 
I felt like that prolonged that. And I just feel bad about it. Like, I felt like also a part of me felt like what I'm about to say was like, that shit make no sense. I felt like, what's the point of both of us always having to get up? And it was to that because it was like, when I woke up, you always waking up too. When that didn't make no sense to me because like, when you woke up, I didn't wake up. I didn't want to wake up when you was waking up. I wanted to sleep. You think I didn't? But I know, but you didn't do it, though. It was like you did not want to do it. It was that I could not. I physically could not. And I get it. You was just worried. You was just on it. You couldn't just let me have it. Like, you couldn't. Yeah. And I definitely know, you know, the parts that I played. But your parts are still your parts because whatever I do. No, exactly. Not at all. But That's I do I feel. also feel like as a team, we are to, to be supporting each other at the same time, you know, and I definitely know the things that I could have did to um, not to steer us in a different direction. Um, but that is a whole nother episode. I really want to get into that episode soon. Uh-huh. But for this episode, it's all about how I got to this place that I'm in right now, which is pretty low. And so it started with the beginning of the year, having a three month old baby at the time. And, um, you know, us having issues because I got bitter that you, you know, weren't helping the way I wanted you to help. And it was hard on my body, you know, of course, like I literally didn't sleep all day and all night. I couldn't take naps. Mm. as the months move forward, I think I started back work. Yeah. So we're in like February. I think I started back work at mm. the end of February. Mm-hmm. And so at the time I was, um, <sighs> right. So having a three month old baby, not getting the help that I wanted and having no one else around because that's also what parents need, you know, like us being everything to each other Mm -hmm. is amazing until there's a link in the chain right Mm -hmm. and when you need somebody else you know not having anybody else we don't have anybody else in you know vegas to Mm -hmm. help us with anything and so not having any help um of course just the regular postpartum stuff like that Mm -hmm. in itself is the most with you know your body image feelings your your mental health feelings Mm -hmm. and then i started to realize that I think really at okay so then I feel like I didn't know what I was feeling but I definitely was um struggling like struggling mm-hmm. mentally and uh, but my thing was I didn't feel like it was postpartum depression I knew it wasn't because I didn't feel like hurting myself or hurting Amara or doing anything crazy like that like Mm -hmm. didn't feel like anything like that my thing was I felt 
and still feel this like overwhelming like fear that I'm not going to protect her in the right ways. And I think a lot of parents feel like that in the beginning, you know, it's a big responsibility to have a baby. And but for me, I'm realizing because what I might have been going through is postpartum anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's like I have this overwhelming fear that everything that I do will could harm her mm -hmm. in the sense of if I, you know, go outside, just me and her yeah. human trafficking. Mm. it's ridiculous and of course it, it's a thing i'm not saying yeah, it's, it's not real. a thing but my obsession and fear about mm -hmm. it like in the beginning <laughs> this is so crazy but in the beginning and remember i even told you this because this wasn't even just the beginning but i had this thing where i wouldn't want to dress her in pink if i was going to the park <laughs> with her mm -hmm. i didn't want to I didn't want to have like girl clothes on because mm -hmm. it's like if it's just me and her at the park like somebody like they will take any baby mm -hmm. but I feel like a girl baby is even stands out more yeah stands out even more you know and oh it's just it's it's really overwhelming because it prevents me from doing so many things that I want to do mm -hmm. um so that was how the year started out and then I go back to work and I probably work maybe four days, which mm -hmm. I work usually maybe once or twice a week. Mm -hmm. And but I only worked about, about four days, and then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so for me, COVID was really interesting because so? mm. it was heartbreaking. Everything that you're seeing on TV mm -hmm. and on social media about all these people dying. But at the same time, I got to be home with my baby. Mm -hmm. And so it was always just like push and pull. You smiling, you? you just was happy. <laughs> How were you up until this point? Like up until COVID? So I was still same level, just stressed. Like it was a lot going Amara. on. Amara not sleeping. I was back to work and I was working crazy hours. Crazy hours. Like crazy. Oh my God. Yeah, nah. I was, I felt so like, damn, yo, this is crazy. Yeah. Because but I'm then not gonna... me and you weren't good either. So I got this attitude with you all the time. Exactly. It's like I'm at work. It's like, it's not, it's not that bad. Like I'm all right. But, you know, I'd rather be home too. But then when I'm at home, I was like, damn, this is not a good vibe here right now. I was like, yeah, yeah it wasn't good. Mm -hmm. And then COVID happened, and now I'm home even more. Yeah. And well, I was home again, too. Again, I guess, no, really, it was you were, were home. Actually, I was not at first, because I remember I was not taking that shit serious. And I just kept working. And then I kept running into people, and it was like, yo, you know, worried well, about COVID? I don't COVID? think anybody was at the beginning. But, mm -hmm. yeah, so um, COVID happened, and then, so I, at the time, worked for the airline industry. Mm -hmm. And so we were hit huge. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Obviously, COVID hit us really bad. 
So then the anxiety of not knowing how, you know, I have a newborn baby Mm -hmm. and not knowing about my career and what's going to happen to me. So there's that stress. That was huge. And I feel like things were getting better, though. Like, I feel like it around that time. I think when I went back to work is when you and Amara got better. Yeah. For sure. So, that's what happened. When I got... Oh, that was the thing. Duh, I didn't talk about that. Starting back to work mm-hmm. was the real problem. So, six weeks of being off of work mm-hmm. after having a baby, that still baffles me. It disturbs me greatly how you are supposed to go back to work six weeks later Mm -hmm. and some people can and want to and that's perfectly fine but Mm -hmm. then some people just can't and don't and that is should also be fine and it was this back and forth with my job to let me uh stay home a little longer Uh and you know, from certain employers, I might can understand, even though it really shouldn't matter. But, you know, people who have like thousands of employees, I just think, come on now. Mm-hmm. My baby was not sleeping through the night. And she only, at this point, only could have me. And so it gave me extreme anxiety when I gave her to you because she was screaming her head off and the scream of your baby is and you know maybe it's not like that for everybody but Mm -hmm. for my the screaming for me it like it literally like shattered my heart every time I heard it and I just think people don't understand how that feels because you know they tell you just just let her cry just Mm -hmm. let her cry and it's just like, if you knew how that felt inside of me, you wouldn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. It really is, it's on. It's something different. And unless you actually feel it, you don't get it. But it hurt me to give her to you. It hurt me to have to leave her because all she wanted to do was breastfeed. She wouldn't take a bottle. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm pumping all day to get enough milk to leave her and and then feeding her all day Mm -hmm. like that is draining I mean physically it is physically draining you know I just was going through so much and literally had nobody to talk to that is so hard because nobody cared people would be like how are you? How are you feeling? And I would start to tell them and they'd be like, well, that's what it is having a baby. Mm-hmm. And it's like nobody cared. And I just had nobody to talk to. So, you know, this is like what, where my praying skills like had me so hard because I just was feeling myself get into like I just could not go to postpartum I just couldn't do it I just I just I just did not want to go there and I fought like I literally I literally felt myself fighting myself out of it because I was getting to the point where it was like I wanted to just like 
that thought would cross my mind to just be like, fuck it. And I kept on like snapping myself back and just praying and praying and praying and praying. And then I'm being forced to go to work and leave my little newborn baby. Mm -hmm. And that was so hard. And then it also made me feel like, yeah, this is it. Like, I can't be working for nobody no more. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. And um, we had already had kind of plans to get out of working for people anyway Mm -hmm. and that's when we started to feel like started to think about like this is not gonna you know we gonna have to start pushing kick kick starting this sooner Mm -hmm. that was when the thoughts first came in when you know just after six weeks i'm being forced to come back to work and i ended up getting wait a minute wait a minute because right quick i just want to throw in that real quick Cause every time you say that, right, I think about how on that show, Moms or whatever, the joint on Netflix. What's that joint called? Yeah. Working Moms. Working Moms. Yeah. And how I feel like that's what set you off for real from that. How in Canada they give them a whole year. No. Well, I had already heard that. Oh, okay. Okay. I had heard it from my mommy group when I was pregnant. Uh They told me. Somebody was like, we were all talking about it while we were pregnant, and they were like, "Yeah, year, eh?" Like, <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, that's just crazy. I mean, it's so much to that whole nother episode, right. but yeah. So I started feeling like, yeah, this whole job thing isn't gonna work, but I gotta do it for now. And as soon as I get back to work dealing with all of that I could not adjust back to work I couldn't adjust Mm -hmm. also I didn't really give myself time because I tried to drop as much as I could to be at home as much as I could but then COVID happened oh okay and then um that made the decision for you well kind of pushed you along happened and then I started seeing how things were gonna change drastically within the industry mm-hmm. and uh, I knew I didn't want to be there anyway and then I was starting to think like I might have to quit but now I got to figure out that whole thing mm-hmm. but then it was an option to retire early and so it came at a perfect time even though it was still hard for me to take that because mm-hmm. Um, it just was happening so quickly. It was like I didn't get a chance to like really think. Yeah, think on it. Yeah. But. Um, that was another stress. Leaving that security. Yeah. Leaving security is super stressful. Not knowing if you're doing the right thing. And of course you have this little baby that you just have to. You just want the best for, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do that. I do that, and we decide we're gonna do full on become entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's amazing 
the best thing I've ever done. So excited, so happy for it, but it's a lot. It is. And so now at this point, these are all great things. It's starting to get, everything is so great, right? Mm-hmm. And it just keeps on adding. The whole time, Amara has been the, literally the light mm-hmm. <laughs> through it all, you know? And so a lot of the tunnel is, for me, is always kind of had like this, um, light it's like a ball of light is what's in my face and that's what I see the most mm-hmm. and there's like the black around the ball that I can see but I keep on like focusing on the light mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I was feeling about it like she was the light and everything else it was like I'm just kind of pushing it out you know the depression the anxiety I'm just like kind of ignoring it but not like I know I'm going to deal with it but I decided I was going to deal with them one at a time mm-hmm. and I did that but every time I started to like almost get past one thing then another thing would come on mm-hmm. you know and then another and another it's like as I was getting past the horrible pregnancy like you know the, the fact that I hated pregnancy I'm getting past that getting past birth you know just pushing something out of mm-hmm. get past that enjoy my baby then there's for the first time in like forever an issue with us mm-hmm. that broke my heart and then we start to come out of that and then I have to make this decision about my career mm-hmm. and what I'm gonna do you know to help support our family and then entrepreneurship looks and feels good that's like the light and then my mom Mm. and it's like every time we keep trying to get like we're about to get out of a struggle another struggle comes and it just at this point it feels like I haven't even fully gotten out of all of that other stuff. Mm-hmm. I was almost out when something else. I didn't get to 100% deal with each issue. And then this, it just is so heavy. And it's just pushing me down. And it's really hard for me to, you know, push through. Mm-hmm. Because, well, A, my mom is going through something really horrible and I can't get into that right now but you know the feelings that I have towards that is so heavy and that I'm still going through it um it's obviously I can't get out of it yet because I'm still going through Mm -hmm. it so I need a mental health day (laughs) And I can't get one because of your I have entrepreneurship. to juggle all of this stuff. I have to still be a mom. I have to still juggle entrepreneurship. I have to still take care, worry, you know, for my mom. I have to still work on our relationship. And we Getting still ready have for to a move. move across the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like. It's There's no break. Much, and I can't get a break. And literally during all of this, even with when I say being a mom, is being a mom, right? 
but being a mom to a toddler that is still like fully breastfeeding <laughs> is a whole nother level because I don't get my body to myself ever. <laughs> it feels uh, like mentally and physically no break. It's so draining. Mm. But it's so much beauty in all of this stuff. It's so much beauty in everything. Yeah. At the end of the day, it really is a blessing. Because my mom might be going through what she's going through, but I have my mom. Yeah. And not everybody can say that. My baby might be breastfeeding 24 7, but, but you I have, have a my baby. baby. She's and healthy. she's able to breastfeed. She is breastfeeding. Mm. You know, we might be leaving my favorite place that we've lived. Yeah, a... But we're going to where it feels like home to me. And we are in a great space. Yeah, you we and are. I. And. I'm proud of us. Me too. Proud of you, man. I'm proud of you. Love you. I love you. I just feel like um, you and the way that you are now, it just more it just better solidifies how I feel about you as a man and how you have handled everything, you know, because I know it wasn't easy. Like, this is me talking about my struggle, you mm -hmm. know? So because you can imagine you I had one too. Exactly. Because you don't, you know, talk about your struggle so vividly often. Mm -hmm. I know you have one. Clearly, your stuff usually just shows up, right? Mm -hmm. Because you don't willingly just tell me every single thing that you feel. So it'll show up, you know. You were feeling overwhelmed, and so it showed up in the interaction when we first had Amara. Mm -hmm. And so that's just how yours comes off. So clearly, you were going through your things. And the way you pushed through and fought for our family is really amazing and I'm happy thank you <laughs> that's nice to hear I say all of that stuff to say because it's the weirdest feeling that I feel I feel so happy but I feel so stressed I've never felt both extremes like I am the stressed the most no, because normally that I've ever one been. is way more than the other. That's exactly. Mm -hmm. But now it's like kind of equal. They're literally equal. But it's like the most happy I've ever been and the most stressed I've ever been mm -hmm. at the same time. Yeah, well, think about it. It's, it's because wild. it's balanced. So you're not really feeling more. We're not going to keep moving. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, I hear what you're saying. And I agree. I'm there right there with you. Because it's like, that's why I'm saying, like, I'm all right because I'm kind of happy. But at the same time, it's like, fuck. 
It's a lot going on. It's a lot to think about. It's a lot to like. It's a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Any everything. I'm thinking about Amara. Like the thing about Amara though, that's gotten way better. Cause, I mean, I'm sure you didn't say it specifically, but it's a part of the stress. Is like you worry about her if she's gonna make it through the night. Like mm-hmm. how that's a thing. Like that was nonstop. Yeah. It's it's like that one that her first year uh, first birthday. It was an amazing day for me, which sounds crazy because it's just one day, right? Like, what really changed? Mm-hmm. But they say her first year, her risk goes down tremendously. Yeah. And I felt I felt that relief because in my mind, I was like, this is it. Yep, I'm, I'm going to let some of that go. And you but, actually did. Yeah. Amazing. But, yeah, it's a lot. And... It's like now, not just having a baby, having a toddler. <laughs> she's funny. Oh my God. She's so funny. She's so all over the place. Mm-hmm. You cannot, like, you can't, You she won't sit down. Mm-mm. She literally doesn't sit Mm-mm. down. That's the other day. <laughs> That's why I was amazed. I was like, look, I what? Know. She sat on the couch for like a minute. A and then minute. Like one literally whole minute. like maybe 60 <laughs> seconds. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I like? I just want to, I don't want to move. I'm going to sit here still. And hopefully she just stays as long as possible. Then I, I was I, over. I, it's yeah. a lot. She climbs everywhere. Runs everywhere. Give you all her toys. She's all over. And it's nonstop. It's so cute. And her battle with Bella, our dog. <laughs> yeah. We have a little Yorkie, and she's been with us eight years. She just had a birthday. Yeah, she did. And, you know, she's been our baby for eight years, and, you know, that's it. We got her when she was a puppy. Mm-hmm. And... Then this little baby comes in and is trying to terrorize our little puppy. <laughs> she mm. loves her so much. She wants to be best friends with her. Like, Amara wants to be best friends with Bella. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't know how to play with her. Not at all. And she tries to be so rough. So now we have to have them separated. Mm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, I think... So, what have we learned? How have we been trying to get through our stress? I don't know. I I feel like some of it naturally happened, right? Because things kind of like started working out better. But obviously, we also started being way way better at communication. Mm -hmm. Like being completely honest, putting everything out there. Even things that sound hurtful. Like, just say it, like, mm-hmm. and then work through it, and we've been doing that. Yeah. We've been really trying to understand each other. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one thing. So, for us, with our relationship, I think that whole thing of communicating with intent and really coming up with resolutions, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, being brutally honest has just been a one and when you think about it 
duh you know just <laughs> do it yeah why would we stall on that stuff because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings honestly you don't want to hurt someone's feelings but then you are hurting their feelings yes catch 22 think about it right i, I just it's remember. like you're gonna hurt my feelings if you don't tell me the truth yeah, but you feel hurt. that that hurts less. You're going to hurt, mm, but you're not because we're literally beefing. So you feel like you're going to hurt my feelings by not telling me the truth. You feel like you're going to hurt my feelings by telling me the truth. Choose your hurt. Yeah, I choose the other one. Choose the one that's going to have us good, right? That's not what I meant, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the ideal one. That's, that's what it. you should end up choosing and the one. We, but because the other one, we're going to be hurt and we're not going to be on good terms. The other man. one, you hurt my feelings for a second. And it's not even, it's just your truth, right? Mm -hmm. It is what it is. And these are things that we need to talk about so that we can have a successful life. That's it. You know? So, yeah, it's definitely all about perspective. I think perspective Which has is understanding each other. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. but then in general, in life, perspective on all of these situations uh -huh. okay. is key because, you know, COVID happened and it was really great for our relationship. <laughs> yeah. That just sounds crazy. So. Well, it's true. But I'm just I saying say you said COVID, that was good for us. Quarantine happened. Yeah. And yeah. that was great for our relationship. Yeah. You know, so perspective. No one liked COVID coming into town, but then a great part of quarantine was that a lot of families got closer. Perspective has um been a real big one for me because you always say that. You always say, you know, it's because you're looking at the negative. Mm -hmm. And I don't fully agree with that statement because <laughs> okay. it's like, yeah, because that's there. But the key is just you don't have to only focus on that. Yeah, we still have to it. work on that negative, though. No, for sure. Because, uh-huh. Go ahead. No, yeah, you're right. It's there. It's real. Mm-hmm. But, you... but you're saying not focus, like not worry about it is really saying to not work on it. Mm -mm. It is. It is. <laughs> okay um, maybe it is because nah. you're not gonna come back to it you never come back to anything i always have to come back that's not true anymore i know but that's what i'm saying that's when you've said that stuff okay it is but it still stands true no i hear what you're saying but you get what i'm saying but but Not I really mean, with, like, I really, if you really, you have to really go by that as far as, like, just don't focus on only the negative. Because if, if, you, focus, if you see both, yeah, you have to deal with the, the negative. But then if you focus on the good, then you feel balanced. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so perspective has helped get, has helped. To get me through mm -hmm. this time. And it's what's helping you? Oh, we're not even going to talk about the election. I completely forgot about that. You stressed about that? I'm not stressed, but because I don't get too full on into it at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm going to do my research. I'm going to... 
do I your guess, part. Yeah, and I guess it's not the election that stresses me. It's people. It's people and and how they take it, right? And mm-hmm. how they like how make so. it an uncomfortable world. I guess. People make it an uncomfortable world because they get so involved in what they believe is right. And nine times out of ten, they're not even actually researching what they believe is right. Mm -hmm. It all comes from some theory that they got off of the Internet. I don't know where they get this stuff. And then they take it and and they make it Bible as Mm -hmm. if this is actual fact. I'm over it. That part is what drives me crazy because it's kind of sad. It's really sad mm-hmm. to see how corrupt and dysfunctional our world is. It really, um, it just makes me sad. But I thought that was worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. I hear you. And I mean, if it's on your mind, so I guess. Me, I'm, I'm, I'm not tripping out though. I know you don't. Yeah, and like I said, I don't trip on it. It's not like something that's like heavy on my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it is what it is. It's how I feel. But it was just something I thought. But yeah, um, what was we saying before that? All your stresses and how you've been. Oh, yeah. So perspective. Perspective has mm-hmm. gotten me through. Um I love our walks. And yeah, those were amazing. Our, well, not so much now. I was getting cold. Yeah, we still walk sometimes. We walk the other day. No, yeah, but I'm saying, because I said were. But yeah, they're amazing. Even now, when it's, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can breathe a lot more outside than I can inside. <laughs> I feel when I'm at home. Hold on, hold on, man. Hold on. So you could breathe better outside than you can inside. Yeah. It's like the walls feel like they are like, you know, and then when we go outside, even when we just chill out on the patio, it just feels like it's probably because of the temperature. I hear you. It just feels so great outside. (laughs) I hear you, but you're saying this to say this is something that has gotten you through. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, going outside. Mm Mm-hmm. No, and it's real. I've been seeing, you know, they say that, you see that all throughout the commercials or this whole quarantine thing. Go outside, take a walk. Yo, it's real, though. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, it's ten times better out there. Mm Mm-hmm. I love the park. I love our <laughs> park next door to us. Mm-hmm. It's so nice. That definitely got us through quarantine, the park. Definitely. Yeah. Remember when Amara hated the grass and yeah. she wouldn't put her feet down? Yeah. And now she just runs through the grass with no shoes on if you <laughs> let her. <laughs> oh, she's so sweet. But yeah, what else? What, I mean, the water. The water does it for us. And since we don't have that much here, we always go to California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where they're like at least once a month if we can. 
And we've known about this, but now we're actually utilizing it. The lake we have here. We we didn't go there as much as we should have while we lived there. No, we but always go to Lake Las Vegas. Yeah. But Lake Me actually going there. Yeah. We should have been utilizing it more. I mean we went once. Yeah. <laughs> in four years. Because mm -hmm. we always just wanna hop our butts to California. Yeah. Every chance we get. And I still wouldn't take back those trips. For sure. I'd still prefer that even right now. But it is nice. Yeah, because it's right there. Exactly. Driving four hours. Oh, my goodness. With Amara. Driving four hours with Amara, who screams the entire way. My precious baby. <laughs> does not like car rides. No. So, if you guys can't tell, we have been dealing with a lot, <laughs> as has everyone in the world. For sure. And I just felt like, let's just come to the table and talk about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know? It feels good. I Do feel you like feel like even right now having this whole conversation, you feel so much better letting that out? I do. I do and see I always I go back and forth with if I need to go back on the hunt for a therapist yeah. because I believe in therapy 100% and I've had a couple of therapists but they just didn't work out and that's the only thing I still 100% believe in therapy though and why so, hasn't it worked out for me, um, I just believe, I just definitely need a black therapist because I don't feel comfortable being completely honest with <laughs> anyone else. Yeah. And it is what it is. I feel judged all the time by them. No, it makes perfect sense. You're talking to someone who you think could really relate to you. Mm -hmm. And could really understand you and understand like your your perspective. Like it, it won't look as crazy to somebody. Because yeah. when you're telling your truth, it's like it, that's kind of crazy in a sense, right? Cause mm -hmm. Exactly. Because at one point, she, like the first therapist, started getting into my... Um, you know, like my family life from when I was growing up, like she wanted to go there and I couldn't fully go there with her and be honest because I felt like she would be like, of course, another black family is like that. Yeah. And I know that's so ridiculous, but it's just how I felt for me to be 100% comfortable. I need an African-American. Yeah. So that's a lot of work. It takes a lot to to find one mm -hmm. um it's much easier now though that everybody's doing zoom so i definitely need to get on that but then you know it's like with everything else going on you always tend to put on the back burner the things that you don't think you need but i saw this quote that pretty much says something to the effect of mental health is not like a broken bone or something like that. You can't see that it's broken, 
but it's just as important it's another like your brain is a part of you know your body Mm -hmm. your physical well-being for sure just because you can't see that you know your something isn't going right you feel it Mm -hmm. and so you have to listen to you can't see it for your brain you feel it so you Mm -hmm. have to listen to the feeling just like you would look at you know the bruise or the broken bone so you have to definitely put Deal that at the top mm-hmm. that should be number one priority no it doesn't matter how much you work at healing mm-hmm. you're gonna all like when new things come up you have to you have to heal it's a whole process right mm-hmm. it's not just a Oh, I fixed my mental health and now nothing. I never get depressed again. No, but you do know how to get yourself out of that. And for that, I'm so thankful because I don't fear that I'm really going to go down a real bad depression Hmm. because um, I know how to work myself out of it. So with everything that's going on, I feel real good about how we're going to get through this. And I'm very focused on all of the amazing, amazing things that we have going on. Mm. Because even this move, right? It's going to be cool. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. I'm real excited. I'm real scared, real excited. At literally everything, you mm-hmm. know. I'm so excited for this, right? Putting yourself out. It's uh Oh, that's so that's scary. Yeah, but it's exciting. I'm a very I think if you ask everybody <laughs> In my life, except for you and my mom, I think uh, nobody will really know who I am. Like, if you ask, like, who is Dominique? Yeah. Nobody would know. I don't give myself to anybody. So, this has been real interesting for me, but I wouldn't say it was hard. Yeah. It's, it's not hard. It's, um... <laughs> I'm hearing myself say that about what I said on the other episode. It's not hard being a mom. It's just a lot. (laughs) (laughs) That's my thing. I think I'm saving. That's the whole thing about perspective, though. Exactly. I'm saving my heart for something that's like something that I can't do. This is hard. Yeah. I hear you. For something that I can't do. Exactly. And you should never see anything like that. And you can't do that. Exactly. I don't. I don't ever see anything that I can't do. Mm-hmm. And that has always been real good for me because right, it's so, like, all right, my it's, bad. It's a workaround. Everything has a workaround. Everything is right now is a lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. No, you could. You could feel like it's hard no, all no, day no, long. No, no. As long as that hard. Because you can think of things as being hard, yeah, for, but you know you're going to push through the hard. Exactly. You know? yeah, it's, 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 it's how it works for you. How it works yeah, cause for me. Yeah, because for me, exactly. yeah, I, I say that, but I always know I'm going to be all right. Though. I'm going to get through it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you a fighter. Yo, Amara. Yeah. <laughs> she has no choice, and you see it already. She is like the strongest little something. <laughs> the strongest little girl in the world. I know everybody probably feels like that, but yeah, for sure. But I just see so much of Amara. both of us, exactly, and I see so much of both of us in her. Mm-hmm. She is just her own individual, and honestly, that makes me so happy. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like somebody, cause that is just me. I've never, ever, ever cared about just doing my own thing. I've always been able to do my own thing and be completely comfortable in that yeah me too yeah and i see that in her oh yeah yeah it's cool in fact she's always like doing her own thing yeah and but she and she's like so determined (laughs) (laughs) it's cool but yeah i feel like i just I just want everybody to know we gonna get through it. We've been getting through it. If this year has taught us anything, is that we can literally get through anything. True. You know, all we need is each other, coffee, <laughs> memes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Maybe some ganja. <laughs> I don't know. But you just get your stuff. Get your yeah, get your list together. That your must haves. Everybody has must haves. For sure. Get your happiness must haves together. Write that list down and stick to it and abide by it. <laughs> right? Every time we have like, every time you see that I'm real down, you're like, babe, let's go. We're going to go follow up. And usually I'm, like, not even feeling it. Yeah, but but once then once we it? get out there, it's like, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. That is the happiest <laughs> point of my life. So we know our walks, going to the lake, going to the beach, seeing the sunset, me, coffee, What's some of your stuff? You named them. Your stuffs are my stuffs. The beach, the lake, not the coffee. <laughs> uh, the parks. Mm-hmm. Music. Music. You know that I would definitely. I wouldn't say it's mine. No, I. I have to be in the mood for it. Sometimes it's my it's my mood, but it's funny because like throughout the pregnancy and everything, and like when Amara was first born, I was all about music, mm-hmm. and then and I think that's why Amara loves music so much. <laughs> she is a little music baby. Mm-hmm. She just be dancing. She will be doing like crying, screaming. You turn on some music. She stops. <laughs> she can be like mm. just all over doing crazy stuff. You, music playing on the TV. Just a commercial with music. Mm. She stops and looks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she loves that. But lately, not so much. 
I think it's because also too when my head gets so crazy and full I just like quiet and peace so that I can sort it out Mm -hmm. because then music takes you away but I have to get to that point where I can be taken away because first I have to deal with it Mm -hmm. talk it out think it out deal with it and then you can push it away and move on you know so I think I'm still at the thinking it out talking it out phase so music isn't my thing right now Mm. but probably in a few months it will be Mm. yeah and in a few months hopefully a lot will change you know a lot of things will yeah hopefully you know not one thing is is another yeah but there's only at this point two things that can um well really one thing that can really affect me mm-hmm. and that's anything happening to my family that's mm-hmm. it nothing else matters and so my family is my mom amara you my sisters my your family you know like that's all my family mm-hmm. and so that's the only thing that can really really penetrate me you know and so yeah once all of that is a one i don't worry about anything else (laughs) money's always gonna come you know um excuse me (laughs) money's always gonna come baby (laughs) Money, what that sound like? Money comes where I was thinking about Dobie. Dobie comes where Dobie's wanted or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> On Harry Potter. No, no, no. He ain't never said no, no, no. He do. He said Dobie comes where Dobie's wanted. No, you bugging out. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well. That's enough of my rambling. I just wanted to have a little chit chat, get my thoughts out there and let everybody know that we're all going through it. This is my little going through it, but you have your little going through it and I'm going to get through mine just like you're going to get through yours. And that's what it is. We're strong. As brown people, strong as yeah. get. we don't get stronger than brown people. <laughs> um, final thoughts? No, mental health. Stay on it. Take care of it. Mm. Deal with it. Mm. Mental health. Stay on it. Take care of it. Deal with it. Hi, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.